Welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I'm just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is... Ashley Mott. And welcome to the half-hour radio program that airs every Sunday on our great partner, 104.5 The Flame, at 10 a.m., but also thanks to a wonderful partnership with WLX-TV, St. Lucie Public Schools Channel. Our little radio show is also a TV show. We are multimedia. And if you're listening on the radio and you're like, whoa, I want to see the faces <laughs> to these voices... With a word of caution, just look up your cable provider for WLX-TV and or jump on YouTube. That's my preferred way. Search for <laughs> WLX St. Lucie. Not only can you see this show, you can see all of their wonderful programming. And if you happen to venture on Community Connections with Children's Services Council show, last time I checked, you can see Ashley and I grow up <laughs> because there's over nine years worth of TV shows for this <laughs> on, on YouTube. I hadn't thought about it that way. Thank you for pointing that out. I actually out. started when she was eighth grade. I started when I was 50. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, but welcome to the show. That's all about connecting you, the listener, and or viewer to resources and things that are available in our great community we call Children's or call St. Lucie <laughs> County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council, clearly, if you haven't picked us up, not media professionals, but what we do for our community is five things, and we work on these every single day, the entire team and the board, and those five things are... One, making sure every baby's a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping them in school. And five, keeping them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors by developing and funding systems of care that make programs available to all families in St. Lucie County. I was counting. For our listeners, I was helping you count. You know, I'll be honest with you. I said that so many times. When I was saying it out loud, I had another conversation going on in my head. It is a little distracting. I understand. So we talk often about those priority areas, but there's a couple different ways that you can learn more about the programs that actually do the work in those areas. Um, and probably the easiest way is on our website at cscslc.org. We have a full list of all of our funded program partners there, along with their contact information. Um, so you can get any, almost anything that you need there. Um, I see that you brought props with you today. Uh, an old prop. An old prop. Because you took all my new ones. Yes, I did. I <laughs> you did. came into my office and said, you have family guides? I'm taking them. So there's a reason for that. And we've actually talked about it on the show a couple of times. We update these typically at this time of year because our new year starts October 1st. And this year, we actually have a couple of new programs that Shout have come. Shout out to Project Lift <laughs> and the expansion of Inner Truth Project. Continue. <laughs> yes. So those programs come under our belt, effective October 1st. So we have had to update this a little bit. So we're waiting on the new ones, which is why I, I pulled whatever I Maybe could find out. Maybe we can do an <laughs> unveiling on this show next month. It is a little different. The new one does look a little bit different. But we do have family guides. We will have family guides available. So if you have a location where you could distribute them, we can bring these to you. It also has all of the information about all of our funded program partners, um, contact information, websites, addresses for our after-school programs. So there's a lot included in here. And if you have a place that you would like to have some, please just reach out to us and we'll make sure that we get some to you. And if you're like Sean Ashley, I'm with the 21st century. I do not want anything <laughs> printed in paper. Never fear. All this information is available on our website, including a download downloadable version of this family guide. Which is updated. So the website version is new. So there's our unveiling. There, there, there you go. So real quick, uh, before we get to our guest who's waiting patiently with amusement, I've noticed. <laughs> um, first of all, uh, we had the opportunity uh, to do a couple of speaking engagements. Yeah. And I, and I throw that out there because if you have a place of worship, a business, a uh, civic group like a Rotary or a Lions Club, and you like one, both of us, 
or John from our office to come and speak. We have an entertaining way to uh, inform the uh, audience about uh, the state of the child in St. Lucie County, but also a way to connect them to these resources. So um, it's important. Part of the reason why we do this show is to make sure that people are aware that there is help and resources out there for families. So if you do have a uh, group that you'd like us to come speak, whether it be, I don't know if we can do it in five minutes, but I would say 10 to a half hour or less or somewhere in between, uh, we're more than welcome to come and do that. Just simply call us at 772-408-1100. Yes, and I know there's one program that you wanted to make a mention of today. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> I don't bring my glasses, so I may need so, help uh, with the number. That's okay. Yes. I just wanted to, to give a little shout out. So last week on our radio show, we interviewed um, Greg Hill, who has become a good friend of us at the Children's Services Council had some really great conversation with him about co-parenting and strategies for families that are encountering that. But one of the things that we talked about also with him on that show was healthy kids. And it's a it's a soapbox that we've been on yes. for a while. So I'm going to go the long way around. And, and, and our guest, please bear with me for a minute. This is important, though. It's so, important. so at the Children's Services Council, we track community indicators. Um, at a very high level, and then we work with partners to keep kind of at the ground level to help families and to make decisions about fun, uh, funding and programs. One of the trends that we've seen is uh, our uninsured rate for children back in, you know, I would say 10, 15 years ago was at around 24%. Yeah. Uh, about three years ago, three, four years ago, we got down to 3%. And, um, and now imagine that if you're a parent or grandparent, you know the importance to making sure that your child has a medical home, to make sure that you know they have their immunizations, their sport physicals, but more importantly, you know, especially younger kids, and you know this, they get sick a lot, a lot as they build their immune system. So whether it be strep throat or heaven forbid COVID that's going around. So when you go to a doctor's office, what's the first thing they ask you for? Do you have health insurance? Do you have health insurance? <laughs> so we want to make sure that children have health insurance because again, it's it's creating that medical home so that that child can grow up healthy. And obviously, when the child's healthy, more chances are the family's going to be healthy. Because when the child's sick, our community stays healthy. Exactly. So, how do we get around that? There's a program. It's a state program called Healthy Kids or Kid Care. It's really it's just Kid Care is an umbrella for all the state insurance programs for children. And the only prerequisite to get it is your children can't have health insurance now. So, for those families that meet a certain economic criteria, they're only going to pay twenty dollars a month for their child's health insurance. Now, there is no better bargain than $20 a month. But even if you have to pay, let's say you make a million dollars, congratulations, you make a million dollars, but for some reason you forgot to get health insurance for your children, you can go through Kid Care or Healthy Kids and you pay, pay like $180 a month. Now, anybody who's been on the private market for health insurance knows it's that a $180 a month is a pretty good deal. I can sweeten that pot in that there are no deductibles. So, you know, many of us have health insurance, but you also have a $2,500 or $5,000 deductible, which means you're paying out of pocket till you reach that deductible. With healthy kids, there is no deductible. So it's a great it's a great resource, and we want to make sure that every family knows, and if you're listening and watching, you're like, Sean, I've got health insurance. We need you to take this number down, which actually is going to read. <laughs> take this number down because we at the Children's Services Council partner with the Treasure Coast Food Bank to establish a kid care coordinator, if you will. So if you have any questions about the application, if you need help filling it out online, or if you just want to sit down with them, or if you think you filled it out and you thought you had it and you go to the doctors and they're like, you're not hitting in the system, mm -hmm. call this person and she can connect you with the, uh, get you connected. So this is our super outreach help, um, Sherry, but her number is 
464-9617. And really, for any questions that you have, Sherry and her team are really well-versed and can share that information with you. The information is also on our website, um, or you can look it up at the Treasure Coast Food Bank. But they are a huge, huge help, um, not just for kid care insurance, but any benefits that you're looking to get, they can assist with. So really important number, 464-9617. And again, at our Children's Services Council, and I say our because action are ours, but also it's yours, the the viewer as well. you know, that's, that's a stat that we need to bring back down. If we can get to 3% three years ago, we can get to 3% again. Yep. And obviously, we want to get to 0%. Yep. So that's my soapbox for the day. I like it. I'm going to step away while you interview the guests. No, oh, just kidding. Okay. You're taking a break. All right. I like it. So um, we, we are excited. I, we've talked for, I feel like, I don't know, a couple of months. I feel like we've been ramping up for back to school and now it's here and it feels like it's happening so fast. Or maybe I just feel that way because I have so many children. Right, <laughs> Is right. That Both your own and the community. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. So we are back in school. And one of the things that we talk about often um, in our community with families um, that we engage at events or otherwise is after school activities and the importance of making sure that kids in our community are engaged in positive after-school activities. So we have the king of after-school activities today. Well, and, and he, I think he's, he's placing the <laughs> crown on his head now. Um, and I know for this gentleman, because he also has a show on he WLX does. TV, and I'd I encourage everybody to check his out because it's a little bit better than ours. <laughs> but uh, he's in a, a role reversal. He usually sits I here. Know. Do you feel weird over there? You know, I feel like we need to lower your chair a little bit, too. I know. Could you lower it? We are the host. You need to lower your chair. There we go. All right. So all jokes aside, we do have Will I got to come back up. (laughs) Will Armstead is with us from Boys and Girls Clubs of St. Lucie County. Um, and, And quite literally, you guys have... So many kids under your care. Oh, did I just make a phone call? <laughs> you can't, you can't talk about after-school programs no. without the Boys and Girls Club immediately following. No, exactly. And so I know most of our viewers and listeners are likely familiar with Boys and Girls Clubs, but um, there are some things that are, you know, kind of different about individual communities and Boys and Girls Clubs and how they work. So give us kind of the rundown of what you guys are working on, how, how you're working in St. Lucie County right now. Okay, first of all, you two are funny. <laughs> like, extremely funny. We're so pretty funny. I feel like you guys rehearsed the show, but then I was watching some movement. No, we don't. No rehearsal <laughs> there. Wait till we get out the sock puppets. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, what makes us so unique in St. Lucie County is Children's Services Council. And, you know, when you look at, you know, I don't know how, is it eight Children's Services Council around ten, the state? Ten, ten, ten Children's Services Council. If you don't have a Children's Services Council, these other counties need to get one. Because one of the things that you all do is bring communities together, bring after-school programs together, and we learn from each other. Boys and Girls Clubs have been around 160 years nationally, so it does make a difference, right? We get to, I get to piggyback with other Boys and Girls Clubs in the state of Florida, around the country. So we get to bring back a lot of the things that I learned, my team learns. One of the things that I learned in this role over the last seven years is that you have to build a good infrastructure, and that's what we've done. And we want to make sure that we were meeting the demands of the community, not of Will Armstead or not of the Boys and Girls Clubs, but of the community. As uh, St. Lucie County continues to grow, we have to have more, you know, not necessarily Boys and Girls Clubs, but we have to have more after-school spaces because that keeps kids out of trouble right. and it keeps them active. Mm. And so uh, we're so excited. 
Um, my kids come to Boys and Girls Clubs, right, in the summer, and sometimes during. <laughs> your kids Ashley's go to Boys and kids, Girls Clubs. And, and, and you're like the tickler, right? <laughs> If we're hey. doing good, yeah. I'm you, like... You got a secret shopper here. I, I do, I do. Yeah, and she's good. And, and we've learned a lot uh, from your parenting and, and just from parents. So we don't know everything. So when we find out things, because we work with children and we work with human <laughs> beings, uh, we get to address them, kind of make things better for our young people. So I do want to bring up, and we did talk about this a lot over the summer, but I just want to, again, reiterate... and. I'm so excited that this program is continuing, but the workforce readiness program oh. that happened over the last two summers, really, but really I think this past summer took on a whole new life of its own. Um, my daughter got to participate, which was amazing for her and for me because there was so much that she learned that she brought back, but also she earned a paycheck. She, she did. She worked. She did. Hard. Hard. <laughs> Hard. Um, but it was you know, it was a great life lesson for her because she's still spending that money and she gets to spend it on what she wants to do. And we talked about investing some of it and saving some of it. Um, but it was such a great learning experience and the things that they were able to learn from community leaders. Um, so I, I know that program doesn't exist just here, but I think we probably have the best one. No doubt. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that, uh, again, there's 10 Children's Services <laughs> Council. There needs to be more. Yep. Uh, but because we could not have done that program without Children's Services Council. We couldn't have done it without community partners. Uh, we couldn't have done it with institutions like banks and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So it was a collaboration of folks working together. We were able to amass about just over $200,000 that we were able to infuse right back into the community. And, you know, I've had people say, Will, but you're paying teens to come to the club. And I'm like, no, we're not paying teens to come to the club. What we're doing is we're teaching them financial literacy. We're teaching them workforce readiness. They have to listen to, a, they have to, listen to adults talk about their work experiences. And as you said, Ashley, they are actually working. Oh, yeah. And we want, you know, and I would match up some of those young people with adults that work because... The adults that are teaching them are like the best of the best. You know, we have good mentors. We had good outside uh, companies coming in and really sharing their experiences. And the kids wanted to emulate some of those folks. Yeah, it was a very cool program. And for that program, you were kind enough to invite me out. I remember because it was pouring down rain. That's right. And, and I'm like, are you at the door? Because your door's not. You want to be in the rain. But uh, uh, you invited me out to witness them getting their first paycheck. And I obviously talked to your, embarrassed your daughter a little bit, but yeah. in a good way. Uh, but uh, I, I was able to talk to a few of those kids. And what struck me, and I think I went, I shared this with the team, was every single one of them, you know, I'm thinking, you know, you get your first paycheck. What are you going to spend that money on? All of them said they were saving that money for their household, whether it be for school because they needed to help their parents out or even for college. I was so impressed with that yeah. because I can think of when I was. 15 and had my first job, I was just like, I'm going to the music store. But they learned that. They, yeah. they learned that. Because I remember my daughter brought home, like, here's how you should break up the money that you earn. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe we need to implement some of this. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was really just so impactful, so cool. I'm so excited that it's going to continue. Yeah, well, here's the deal. It, and it wasn't that they just everyone had the equal amount of money. They right. had to work for it, right? So we had a Rubik that 
said, hey, if you didn't do these certain things, you didn't get the money. It's plain and simple, right? So Wednesdays was dressed for success. So we expected you to dress with your Sunday best, right? It may not equal someone else's, but the staff are very intuitive to what's going on. So they they knew each kid and what they could could afford and what they could have on. And so it worked because that kid that got $49 wanted to get that, get back yeah. up to 50, right? right? And so uh, it's just been, um, it's just been really a really good program. And I remember having that conversation with you, Sean, about how important this was gonna be. And uh, it, it was something you was talking about Project Lift and what they do. We're kind of the guys on the front end, making sure that when the Project Lifts are teaching the kids trades, they have the soft skills. So we're right. teaching them those soft skills, getting them ready and not waiting until they're 16, 17, and 18 years old. So uh, Project Lift's gonna have a bunch of our kids at some point, right? right? And, and some of these other organizations that are you know, into the trades and, and some of these other things, we're prepping them for, for those organizations. That's really cool. So, and, and a targeted population too, but that's not all. It's not all. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's pivot to we're in school session. We're talking yeah, about the so summer. Now let's talk about school. What happens after school? Because you know, tired. Will's tired. I was just talking to Will on the way up. I'm like, I don't hear from you as much anymore. And he's like, school started. School started. So, so we all know working parents and families. You know that most working parents don't get home between till five, six, or seven. School gets out between two, three, and four. What do those kids do with that time? If you don't give them a creative outlet for that time. Trust me, they will find ways to do it. That's the reason why juvenile crime peaks between the hours of 2 and 7. But the Boys and Girls Club, how many sites do you have, including the schools and the clubhouses? Well, we have 23 sites. 15 of them are in schools. And I am happy to announce that we're going to have two high schools this year through a 21st century learning grant. That's awesome. So we're going to be at Treasure Coast High School, and we're going to be at Westwood, high, Westwood Academy, rather. That's very cool. That's new. That's so, very new. We've yeah. we've never been in a high school setting, but we're excited for that challenge. It's a four-year grant um, that will allow us to infuse dollars right into that school. We're going to figure out how to give kids or, or young adults enriching programs. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna partner with some amazing organizations throughout, like. Um, uh, future generations in a music program. We want to make sure. I, I, I called them at seven o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> Who calls people at seven o'clock on Sunday? You do. Well, I do. I've gotten those calls. Yeah. You've gotten them at seven, right? And I was like, I got an idea. Let's talk about. It. He already works with us, but how can yeah. we infuse music into the high school where they they can't wait to get there? We, we uh, hopefully Doretha is listening with the Highwaymen. I mean, we want to work with her to put on some art projects some art shows and do some other really cool and exciting things. So for your clubhouse site, so you have uh, 17 school locations, did I hear that right? 15. 15, 15 school locations, and then you have clubhouse sites. Uh, six altogether? Eight, Eight, total of 23. Okay, sorry Just about doing that. some quick math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anybody can uh, uh, correct us. <laughs> They're like, come on, I've, Sean, 15, 17, uh, oh. 29. So those clubhouse site locations, again, available all throughout the county. Um, and, and I bring those up because that's the formal relationship that we have with you. Yes. And I just want to make sure that all of our listeners know and viewers know that when your child goes to an after-school program that's working with us, like the Boys and Girls Club, uh, they have outcomes that we track. And those outcomes are 
uh, centered around their school grades, their school attendance, and their behavior both in the club and at school. And I say all that because you work with every single child on their homework when they're there. We do. And as a working parent, and, you know, I know I'm old, but I can remember those days of, you know, up until 10, 11 (laughs) o'clock at night trying to remember algebra for the first time in 20 years yep. working with my child but to get a little leg up at at the after school program is is a tremendous help yeah it's been great i mean over the years we've evolved where we have some wonderful staff that do some enriching things every day but we also have some professional staff that are um, certified teachers and that's been a huge um i'm just going to call it what it is blessing to our community i believe that I don't know the exact number from CSC. I want to say, or Children's Services Council, I want to say we have probably eight or ten teachers that, that you all fund, and then we have another 16 teachers that other agencies fund. So we nice. infuse 26 certified teachers into our programs, which is remarkable. I mean, That's amazing. I, I actually had the opportunity to meet one of the teachers. We took a visit to the Ken Pruitt unit to get some photos. Uh, recently, and I had an opportunity to meet one of the teachers, and she was conducting a small group reading session. And it was so impressive to talk to the kids about what they were focusing on, what they were learning, um, because it was kids that had been identified as maybe needing a little bit of extra help, and she was pulling them together to give them that. And it's just, it's such a great opportunity for kids who might need some extra support. Definitely. I mean, people assume that I'm good at every subject because I'm a CEO. <laughs> But when my kids come to Boys and Girls Club, they get back in the car, I'm like, is your homework done? <laughs> yeah, and, and I expect it to be done. <laughs> well, and, and I, I wanted to make sure we brought that point of emphasis up. One, to encourage uh, families, if your child's not enrolled in an after-school program, to check out, you know, go find one that's near you or near your place of work, whatever works best for you. And by all means, we're going to make sure that Will gives out his phone number because, again, 23 <laughs> locations. Did I get that number right? You got it right. 23 locations. But I also, because we're on WLX-TV, the St. Lucie Public Schools, you know, I, I think families and even educators and professionals in the community, after-school programs, if you look at it the way sometimes we look at it, is almost like an extension of the school day infused with a lot of fun because obviously we want the kids to be entertained and, and Will feeds all his, his kids too. But it's really an extension of the school day. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the academic success that happens at the school translates to the after-school programs and vice versa. The academic success that your teachers and your staff accomplish at the after-school program translates back to the school. And I think it's important that we kind of look at it that way. It's not a, a, you know, oh, I go to school and maybe I go to after-school. It's really an extension of the school day. It is. And um, I like how you said that because we we have a great relationship with St. Lucie Public Schools. Great relationship. New superintendent, Dr. Prince. Um, we What we're finding out is that there are things that we could do better because of, of working with the schools. And we, make sh- we, we attempt to try to make sure our discipline is pretty close together, what the kids are learning. And so whether if you go to a neighborhood club or you go to a club in the schools, you get the same Children's Services Council um, standards. So it doesn't matter which way. The difference is, is that the eight clubs that are funded by you all allows the parents not to pay, but a very small fee in the summer. And uh, during the year, there's a registration fee of $30, but that's all that the parents pay for the entire year. School-based sites, it's a little bit different because there's not a funding source there, but also there's a lot of communities 
that right. that uh, our community folks that come together to make sure that the kids are getting all the activities needed um, and to partner with you all. So we're being bad hosts in that we've yet to get, <laughs> I, ask Will to give out his contact information because I feel like we have uh, viewers and listeners like on the hook and they're like, I want to learn <laughs> more. So how, what's the best way for them to learn more? So I think the reason why you, you didn't do that is because I have to think about, well, look, okay, what's uh, the we've best got, way? We'll just subtly well, slide over. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> so you can go to our website, which is www.bgcofslc.org, or you can call us at 772 Four six zero nine nine one eight. I'll give out my cell phone because it is a company cell phone, <laughs> and I don't it's mind work. getting calls. Right? Yeah. If I get a call, we just got a call the other day from four kids that they needed to get someone into a location, and if you force the parent, we're going to take a hundred percent of those kids. Right? right. I'm a right. foster parent now and adopted parent i've adopted a few <laughs> ashley has done the same so yeah, i know these are things that are near and dear to our hearts so if if you fall in any of that criteria you know you know you're going to get into one of our club sites and so um so let me give you that number it's 772-577-8630 nice and, there you and, and i will say for the the school-based sites if the child is 12 and younger at a school-based site and you qualify economically, you, they can get subsidies from the Early Learning Coalition. They do. And, and so, again, it helps minimize the cost for families. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to say, so, so real quick for somebody that's listening who's like, you know what, my kid doesn't have anything to do right now after school, and I really have been looking for something for them. I know there's a Boys and Girls Club at their school. What's the day look like for a kid typically that, that shows up at that site after school? What, are they, what do they do? What are they working on there? So every, every club is in a different school, right? So we, we give those club directors a little bit of autonomy to kind of do some of the things that they enjoy doing. Once upon a time, I try to like make everybody all play soccer. <laughs> everybody doesn't want to play soccer, right? So, um, you know, first, uh, I think Sean mentioned this, every kid gets the opportunity to eat, right? Um, every kid gets the opportunity to get their homework done. They can get some reading done. And then they can get into STEM programs. They can get into the arts. If they like the arts, they all get an opportunity to do sports. Uh, we're going to be introducing some music, and we're going to be introducing some other activities that the kids could be doing at a higher level. Right now, we're introducing those things as well. But there's so many. We have so many talented staff members. You know, we have people who put on plays. We got people who put on dance shows. We just have a, a variety of folks that are just good at what they do. So again, if you're interested in the Boys and Girls Club for your child to go into after school programs, regardless of the school age, four, call 772-460-9918. Will, we have like a minute and a half left, and I know that you have your big event coming up. Yes. And I just want to mention it because um, not only could you, with that number, call for uh, your child for after school programs, but if you're interested in participating in this and or being a sponsor, you're going to tell us all about this event. It's so in funny, It's so funny, Sean. <laughs> like, when I'm sitting in that chair, I'm always looking at the clock. Come on, guys. Come on. Now, you know that I got a minute left. Now you want to get into a full-blown story. You have 30 like, seconds. I, like, I'm doing right to you. Right? right I'm doing this right, right to you. But right, anyway. So I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, really quick. Uh, we have our Chili Cook-Off, which is a community event. It's on October 22nd. Uh, I believe it starts at 11 o'clock. It's going to be thousands of people there. We're going to have people you know, wanting to win that, that big chili trophy. And so there's going to be lots of vendors. It's going to be at the Clover Park. 
nice. where our St. Lucie Mets are. I think the Mets are in first place right now. They are. By a game, game and a half in the playoffs. So um, it's going to be there's lots of fun. Please contact us if you want to be a vendor or if you want to just come out and just have a good time and eat a lot of chili. Yeah. Lots of info on Facebook about that. Lots of info it. on yeah. Facebook. Come hungry. Come <laughs> it's hungry. A, it's a great, come event. It's a great event. And, and it's nice because it's on the concourse in the stadium. Yes. And so Lots there's shade and you're, you're going to know everybody. You go in, you're yeah. going to be saying hi to 20 people before <laughs> exactly. you eat your first bowl of chili. But it's a wonderful family activity. Yes. First so again, if you're interested in either after school programs or being part or a sponsor of the Chili Cook-Off, Call Will at 772-460-9918. Thank you so much, Will, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, I want to remind everybody, it's a weekly radio program every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame at 10 a.m. and also a monthly television show thanks to our wonderful partnership with St. Lucie Public Schools, WLX-TV. And we want to thank you for every listen and or watch and a reminder that it's our children, our community, our future. Now more than ever, folks, we're all in this together. We'll see you next time.